I'm so hard, employees wanna find me And then wanna hire me What's 100k to a guy like me? Could you please remind me? Find so hard, this ain't easy Working late nights, you best believe me My grades can only go ace Never wanna see another B unless I'm Jay-Z Find so hard, let's get paid all right. Hey, guys. It's Oscar Santalo. I'm the Pharmacy Operations Manager at UF Health Leesburg. We're having a live administrative student topic discussion by my two awesome P4 learners. Um, I'm going to let them go ahead and introduce themselves, starting with Diana. Hello, everyone. My name is Diana Cordero da Silva. I'm a fourth-year pharmacy student from the University of Florida. Very happy to be here with you, Oscar. Thank you for having me. And I'll, I'll go ahead and echo those same sentiments. My name is Brandon Del Carpio. I'm a fourth year as well, same school. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be here chatting today. My other pet peeve, uh, how meetings fail, meeting failures. Really excited about it. Uh, Brandon, you want to take over? Oh, yeah, 100%. So we're going to be talking about meeting failures. Um, and just like Oscar said, this can be a pet peeve. And then you can see this will apply to really generally any kind of company or business, but to bring it back to pharmacy, um, there are a lot of meetings. Healthcare is di a dynamic um, place. And so you'll be spending a lot of times in meetings. And so you want to make sure that those meetings are successful. And so today we're going to be talking about why meetings are important. What are some meeting failures and what are some tips in order to change that failure into a success? And so let's first start with the importance of meetings. Um, you'll see a lot of overlap in some of these um, qualities that make uh, that describe why meetings are important. But I'll start with establishes alignment. And so really, you when you have meetings, you want to allow for discussion of complex issues. Um, and like I just said, healthcare in itself is complex, and especially in pharmacy, dealing with the different all the different uh, caveats of drugs, it can become even more complex. And so you really want to get the team on the same page. Uh, at the same time, this really will help the leader make better decisions when gaining insight from their team and, and basically have everyone on the same page. So establishing alignment. Another important thing of a meeting is building stronger relationships. And so you want your team to feel engaged, feel like they want to be a part of that meeting. And the way you can do this is really by having free flowing ideas and personal interactions occurring throughout the meeting. And that this has been linked to actually increases in um, work success and productivity. And that's because it builds trust and value um, in the team and investment in the job. There's information exchange, which is basically communication and communication is key. And so really you want to communicate any company updates, any process changes um, for promoting inclusion. That's just another way of saying having an avenue where people can freely express themselves um, and just talk about their ideas without concern for judgment. This will then lead to facilitating innovation. And so you'll have your team showcase all of their ideas, their critical thinking skills, creativity, and how they can work together to create or drive a new initiative. And then this also invites in the um, sharing of feedback. And so that's important. You want to have an opportunity for your, for your team to give feedback, especially during meetings. This is a great way to learn more about your team and what, what are the areas that can be improved, um, especially for like more of like a director or manager role when you're not necessarily always, you know, dealing with something like what a technician would be dealing with um, and, and like the, or the littler things and your more bigger picture. Sometimes it's nice to get that perspective from your team members. And then 
Also, it improves employee engagement. And that's kind of like all these other things. Like I said, there's overlap. You know, you have employees that they feel excited to be there. They want to give you their ideas. They feel like it's a safe place. They feel that their values are being considered or their ideas. And it makes them feel more satisfied about the job. And in turn, that'll equal more productivity. So the reason why we're having this discussion and why we need to have meetings is because meetings are important. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. Like, like you need to have meetings and you and Deanna mentioned productivity a couple times. What is productivity? Wink, wink. That's a podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. Per- you need to go back, go a little way back. Uh, what is productivity? I and mean, what productivity is, is, is basically how efficient um, your team can get work done and produce quality work. And really it's just the, how much time or like cost, to labor in order to get something done. And so when you have all these like outside factors that are promoting the like satisfaction of your team and the improvement of process workflows, of course, that's going to equate to more productivity. Your admin preceptor trained you guys. Well, that is fantastic. What couldn't have explained it better myself, Brandon. Good job. Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, and, and and Brandon did have slides. He had a pretty sweet gif. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Fan. So I can describe, you know, that's a, there's <laughs> Gordon Ramsay really uh, saying what is the problem. And so for y'all that aren't familiar with Gordon Ramsay, he's always trying to fire someone. He's a chef. Uh, so, yeah, he, he wants to know what the problem is and why these meetings are failing. Um, you know, he's going to have somebody's butt. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, what is the problem? So there's a couple different factors you can consider um, really um, based on this really good article that uh, Oscar provided me with. Actually, I saw a lot of commentary from senior managers. They would say that they just felt overwhelmed by a meeting, regardless of the meeting type, whether it was formal, informal, traditional or something that was spontaneous, face to face, electronically. It didn't matter. They feel overwhelmed by meetings. And there's many factors as to why. So, for example, a meeting can fail if there's no agenda. So without an agenda, you're not stating a clear purpose of what you're trying to do for a meeting. Um, And with no clear plan or goal of what you want to achieve, it has people coming, showing up to the meeting unprepared and not knowing what to expect to get out of it. Um, Furthermore, that kind of goes in the same with advanced, no advanced communication. So if there isn't any advanced communication, um, this could lead to people arriving unprepared or not even showing up at all. And another thing I did see was like, changing of locations last minute and not communicating that well and that happening often can also lead to people not showing up Um, and so this leads to meeting failures no engagement or interaction and so team members are taking their time to be there they want to be engaged you have to give them the opportunity to speak you want to promote those opportunities for feedback or or ideas and so if you don't do that in your meetings you're going to get no interaction Uh, a big one really is meeting length and frequency So I know from just being, you know, going through pharmacy school and being involved in organizations, I can tell you I've sat through so many one hour, two hour meetings and thought like, man, there there probably could have been a more efficient way to do this. Um, You know, how can we tackle this? And it really is a big, a big thing to tackle. But meeting length and frequency on average from that article that Oscar gave me, executives spend nearly 23 hours per week in meetings. And that excludes impromptu meetings, which just from my experience with Oscar, I can see that that happens often. And so it's a lot of time in your week. If you're doing a 40 hour week, that's a lot of time in meetings. 
Um, another thing is conflicting opinions, getting out of control. This really can lead to, you know, too many people like speaking against each other. Tension can build that can lead to a negative environment and that can take away from the agenda and you kind of lose focus of why you're even there. And instead it just becomes an opinionated kind of meeting. And then lastly, and probably arguably to me, the most important thing is you're not even summarizing your actions. If you don't do that, it's not even clear why you met. There's no action plan. You're not walking away from this with that agenda of what your goal is. You're not summarizing what's expected of everyone and what you're trying to accomplish with this meeting. And so these issues altogether lead to meeting failures, which in turn increases cost and again, decreases productivity as we've just spoke about, um, decreases focus and engagement. Yeah, and so Deanna, which one do you think is the most common problem in your opinion, based off of your time with me or based off of what you read or what you personally experienced? On my personal experience, it definitely has been how Brandon said the timing of the meetings and basically going around the topic and going around and not being direct. That has been my personal experience through pharmacy school. Um, and just like Brandon said, I think there's better ways to be more efficient on the meetings. Um, for example, having the agenda, that's something that has not done has not been done on the meetings I have attended in pharmacy school um, in the organization. So I think that's definitely something that I could have used before um, actually leading some of these um, meetings myself. Yeah, so the one thing I don't really see in the article that I didn't recognize myself was the meeting facilitator. It really takes a special person to make sure all of these get done but to make sure a meeting runs smooth. Like you notice that you spend too much time on one subject, not the other. We just talked about lean thinking, right? And you need someone to kind of be just the voice of reason when there is a conflicting opinion. So it's really the meeting facilitator can also sometimes be the problem. They have to get the meeting over and also follow up. Do we need to put something on the parking lot? Uh, we'll explain what I'm sure Brandon or I, I will later explain what all that is. But yeah, well said, Deanna. Yeah, so thank you for that. Um, and with that same article, which is, again, I didn't, I didn't reference the article in the beginning, guys. It's called Stop the Meeting Madness. I definitely recommend to check it out. It's an easy read. Um, but here's some statistics that I found in the article. So they surveyed 182 senior managers in a range of industries, and they found that 62% of them said meetings miss opportunities to bring the team closer together. So that's, I mean, it's just crazy. I'm going to finish going through the stats first and then we'll reflect on it. So 65% said that meetings keep them from completing their own work. 71% said meetings are unproductive and inefficient. And 64% said meetings come at the expense of deep thinking. And so really what I want to do for the remainder of this um, podcast is kind of talk to you guys about how these things are happening, what exactly each of these things mean. Um, Funny enough, 17% did report that their meetings are generally productive and a good use of group time and individual time. But as you can see, 17% is far less than all those other percentages I just mentioned. They probably had a small team. Um, <laughs> looking at your numbers, they don't surprise me. I hear that from my other directors and other sets of leaders. Um, it's like a meeting to have a meeting. No, these numbers... Don't surprise me. They make a ton of sense. So uh, thank you, B, for sharing those. So what are the effects of the, these 
meetings that fail? Yeah, so um, some of the effects of meeting failures are going to be wasteful meetings take away time from solo work. And so time is zero sum. So what that means is if you spend time doing more of one thing, it means there's less time of another. Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the concept of opportunity cost, but it's essentially the same thing. If you choose to do something, you're losing out on something else. And so time equals money, you know, guys. And so wasteful meetings take away from solo work, which can then result in less productivity. And we always come back to productivity because productivity is important for generating, I don't want to say revenue, but just generating outcomes for a company, which also include revenue. Um, another thing would be schedules being filled, filled on your calendar with meetings can interrupt deep work. And so deep work is really the ability to focus on something without any distraction or any cognitively demanding tasks. So if you know you have this meeting just itching in the back of your head, you're just like, yeah, I got I to gotta finish this before this meeting at one o'clock. I have to. And you're not going to be able to really focus on your solo work because you still got this. You have this meeting that you need to um, concern yourself with. There's also. Uh, or Deanna. Sorry, Brian. Or Deanna, you write emails for something else while in a meeting. Guilty of that. Hey, you gotta make the work through you know but yes yes it happens and then people are not paying attention so (laughs) yeah multitasking is in its own its own uh that's a separate topic about whether you can effectively multitask or not and so some other effects of meeting failures are it weakens group productivity and collaboration decreases market share and innovation and and decreases employment stability and happiness and so really job satisfaction is, is, is very important. It, it correlates, and this has been studied, it correlates with the effectiveness of a meeting. And so bad meetings can undermine communication and collaboration, which leads to less job satisfaction, less employment stability, hence again, less productivity. <laughs> All right. So Brandon, I'm gonna bounce around a little bit here. Um, you really mentioned the why we need meetings and why meetings commonly fail. And you can just summarize your next couple of slides. So what do we need to do? Like, what are some tips for meeting management? Sure. So some tips for meeting management are going to be that you want to make sure you establish a clear agenda. So like I said earlier, if there, if you don't have a clear purpose for a meeting, um, people don't know why they're there. It's, it's less productive. It can end up being a bad meeting. And so you want to establish a clear agenda and then stick to that agenda. Don't go off on a tangent about something unrelated to the meeting. Another thing you can do is determine who should attend. So not everyone needs to attend a meeting. Um, find out who needs to be there. Find out how those people can then disseminate information and updates to their smaller teams or whatever it may be. But it's very important that you identify who needs to actually be at the meetings. You want to set your schedule well in advance. You want to communicate that that meeting and send out like an email or calendar invite well in advance. Um, And of course, last minute changes come up. But if that does happen, make sure you're also updating everyone on that. Determine the action items and and who is responsible is another tip for meeting management. So when when the meeting concludes, You want to know exactly what the action plan is and who is going to be held accountable to help see through those actions. So assigning accountability. You want to encourage feedback. So you want anyone that's attending the meetings to feel comfortable that it's not going to be in like a judgmental kind of area, feel safe and just 
share their ideas and what they actually think about whatever's being discussed during the meeting. And then of course, leadership support is critical. And Oscar had alluded to this earlier. It's about that facilitator, that person who's facilitating the meeting, um, them having a good grasp about meeting management and how to avoid failures and come up with these strategies. You have to actually learn and practice these strategies even though a lot of these top these topics feel like they're just things you know intuitively, you don't. And so having that leadership support is critical um, for, for managing a meeting. No, and then the other point I wanted to make is that Brandon, based off of what you read and what you've done, Deanna, you can answer this as well. May I go to Brandon first? Where do you think most of the work is done before, during, or after the meeting? A lot of the work is going to be done before the meeting. So there's a lot of diagnostic like things you need to do um, before you actually approach how to prevent meeting failures. Like scheduling meeting is just a nightmare. Finding open availabilities now that everything is virtual 100%. And Deanna, let me ask you this. If most of the work is before the meeting, to have an effective meeting, where should most of your time be like spent in terms of preparing for this meeting what do you think i think the time should be focused more on the agenda what are the topics we need to cover um, that you need to address with everyone who's attending to ensure that that meeting runs smoothly you don't want it to go over other topics like brandon mentioned because that would be a failure for sure yeah and for me is like whenever I have meetings and I have my agenda, I meet with all the stakeholders before I kind of check in on them and see where they are. I poke them or I just give them updates because the, the overall goal of the meeting is to have an action item. And what you don't want is that when you do the, the style of old business and new business where you have your old business, it's much longer than your new business. Some cases that's appropriate, but the goal is to have action items and to follow up on those action items and really do your best to avoid of having a meeting in order to have another meeting. Like let's meet to have another meeting. That's no, let's try to figure out here. What's the action plan? Who do we delegate to? And you can actually work on things outside of the meeting. So Brandon, you're right. There's a lot of work um, prior to the meeting. And um, Dan is really yes, getting those stakeholders, ironing out the agenda, and making sure you're following up with those folks. And having a good meeting facil- good meeting facilitator could definitely help out with that. Um, of course, I'm running to a meeting, so we're gonna wrap up <laughs> real quick. You, you two did a wonderful job. Thank you very much.